Welcome to Life on the Hill. If this is your first time joining us, this podcast is intended for Hamilton College students in the Hamilton College community to learn about things that are going on around campus and to hear the voices of people committed to the success of Hamilton College students. My name is Travis Hill and I'm the host of this program. In this episode, you'll hear from Tommy Keith and Bryce Fabrez, members of the class of 2022 and president and vice president of Student Assembly. Well, thank you both so much for joining me. Thank you for having us, Travis. We really appreciate it. Although it's really cold outside, I think it's pretty distinctly warm enough in here to kind of have you know a decent enough conversation. Great. I'm so glad. So to get us started, uh, I want to ask you both about what brought you to Hamilton and what led to your interest in becoming the president and vice president of Student Assembly. So if you want, Tommy, why don't you get us started? Yeah, so just coming to Hamilton in general, both my parents went to liberal arts, small liberal arts schools, Lafayette and Muhlenberg. So the idea of a small liberal arts college wasn't something that was super foreign to me when I was looking for schools. And it's actually something that my parents uh, kind of put me towards Mm -hmm. in a way. And so coming to Hamilton, I really liked the feel of campus, the friendliness of people, and also its emphasis on speaking and writing, because I think those are two things that are super integral to anybody's development in their career and as a human in general. Mm -hmm. I would say my first semester, I wasn't very involved in the assembly. I didn't really know what student assembly did per se, and I was kind of more focused on the social relationships that were going on and just doing well in school. But then the next semester, I went to the town hall And I started thinking about what things that I could change at Hamilton Mm -hmm. and ways to make this campus better. And that's really what sparked my interest in the assembly, especially from a community engagement perspective, because uh, one of the also one of the reasons I came to Hamilton was its emphasis on small community, its emphasis on, you know, people when you're walking down Martin's way Mm -hmm. and just how to realize that goal we have of a Hamilton, of Mm -hmm. a community that's very inclusive to all and makes people feel at home. And so just working on events to kind of help with that would be great. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. What about you, Bryce? Yeah, I think I share a lot of sentiments with Tommy in a different context. Well, when I was in high school in Miami, I was very involved in theater and student government back home. Uh, I went as far as to join at the district level. I worked at the school board for a year. I was a member of the school board, and I got to learn a lot about bureaucracy at the school board level. Mm -hmm. And it kind of sparked a passion for education reform for me. Mm -hmm. So when I was going through my senior year and I found out that I was matched through the Posse program, I was ecstatic because throughout time of me researching Hamilton, I had fallen in love with the campus, Mm -hmm. what it stands for with writing, uh, which I found was one of my strong suits. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like a match made in heaven. And when I got here, I immediately wanted to get involved. From day one, I was like, where is student assembly? Where is the student government here and how do you join it? And lo and behold, in my first week, they sent out an email for elections Mm -hmm. and I ran immediately for class president. I campaigned hard and I won that. And then after a year, I was reelected and I started thinking how I wanted to do something bigger. Mm-hmm. And the way student assembly works here is how everyone is split up into their class year and yeah. there's a delegation for each class year. They each have a class president, but then the assembly has its own central board, mm-hmm. uh, an e board essentially, with the, the president and vice president of the entire council. And so I set my eyes on that and I talked extensively with Tommy about it and we found we had a lot of sentiments that we shared on how we wanted to improve the campus. Mm -hmm. And that's when we decided with uh, another person who will be sharing vice vice presidency with me once I go abroad, Eric Kopp. Mm -hmm. We all decided on a shared platform, how we wanted to go forward, and then we ran for that. And so far it's been 
a very eye-opening experience. And we realized how many resources we have to tap into to help realize our our vision for the campus. That's great. That's really great. I want to dig into that. But before we do, one thing that's interesting about what you just shared is that the angle at which both of you came to Hamilton, what your lived experiences were before coming here, sound to be quite different. Yet you had similar interests and things that drew you to Hamilton, and you have similar passions that have led you to become partners in this process. How has that felt to you? Have you felt like your experiences upon arriving at Hamilton have been different because of your lived experiences or similar? And how does that play out into how you see your relationship in these roles? Well, I think all of our lived experiences has an effect on um, how we portray ourselves in a community, how we feel in a community, and just having the perspective of Bryce who comes from such a different lived experience than I did, it really gives you a broader perspective on what issues you need to be facing mm-hmm. at Hamilton's campus. Mm-hmm. Bryce, do you have anything to say? Yeah, you know, to go off of what Tommy just said, so when it comes to lived experiences, I think that's been a very defining aspect of my experience at Hamilton so far. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, as for Tommy, what his high school experience was, but for me, I went to a Title I school all the way down in South Florida, And for those who don't know, Title I tend to have a high concentration of poverty and tend to have a lot of minority students. Mm -hmm. And I didn't necessarily have a lot of resources related to college. It was kind of my own endeavor to pursue. But the highest level of college that many students were seeing from my high school was to go to one of the state schools. And that was kind of the big vision of success is basically if you don't end up going to the community college or the vocational school, which neither of which are bad options. but. It goes to show the the scope of which this we were shown to see of what our options were. Mm-hmm. So when I got here and I saw the level of expectations, the talent that was going to Hamilton, I, I did feel some levels of inadequacy mm-hmm. and sometimes as if I wasn't prepared to be here. Mm-hmm. But over time, I was able to find my own niche. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting in my time working with Tommy is I think he's an example of someone that although he has a very may have a very different lived experience he kind of has this level of empathy and sympathy for the the peers he has mm-hmm. which makes me truly believe that you know he wants the Hamily mm-hmm. and i think if more people on campus were to think like Tommy and understand these experiences and how we're all here in the same place working towards similar goals yep. i think it would help us reach the idea of the Hamily so much sooner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And i'll just go into my uh, high school experience more in depth I came from a public school in suburban New Jersey, uh, upper middle class area. We had a fair amount of resources. Most people at um, my school went to college. And if you were going to a, a state school was looked upon as the, um, the average thing that you were going to, whereas success was looked upon as going to an Ivy or an SCAC, et cetera. And so I felt like at my school, there was a very competitive atmosphere around getting into college, and it was kind of the norm of what you were supposed to do. Although a lot of people at my school uh, were more centered towards the Ivies, centered towards maybe out-of-state state schools, whereas I was looking for a smaller community because when I was in high school, I, I felt I was very different from my peers. I felt like I was kind of an outsider on campus. I didn't have a ton of friends my sophomore year, my junior year. I found a very great group of friends my senior year, but just having that isolation, it made me realize that like I wanted to go to a community that cares for me, a community that cares for all of the people around it. And that's why I really like 
looked for a liberal arts school. Just just hearing about Bryce's experience and so many experiences of the students of color on campus opens up a whole range of issues that I had never really thought of coming from a predominantly white school as well. Issues such as diversity, inclusion, microaggressions, etc. And it's, it's been really eye-opening and we've been a great team working together on stuff like that. That's great. One of the things that I think is interesting in that is sometimes, maybe not talked about as much, is that transition that for some of our students, this is the most diverse community they've ever been part of. And for other students, this is the least diverse or at least the most white or the most affluent or whatever, however you want to describe it that they've ever ever experienced. And that all of that comes together at one time and creates a lot of complicated, challenging feelings and experiences and relationships. You two seem to have managed on a micro scale of two individual students to move, have moved through that or, and are still doing so. What does that look like for you two? I think part of it is really um, forcing yourself, not, not forcing yourself, but really being in a mindset where you are fully listening to somebody else's perspective and not bringing any of your biases into it. Because I, I am always under the impression that the best person to tell a story is uh, a story about one person's life is that person. Sure. And you should listen to the experience of that person who might be somebody who looks different from you, who might be somebody who came from a completely different experience than you do, and listen to them and think about how the societal structures we have in place, whether it's at Hamilton or in America at large, kind of play into some of the issues that we have. So something that I think we have in common is my experience with orientation. It's something that I take very seriously. It's something that I'm very passionate about. It's actually something that I'm working on right now as the Adirondack Adventure intern. And when I went to the Posse Plus retreat a few weeks ago, there were a lot of similarities in that you were really... In, in spaces where you were hearing people's stories, mm-hmm. where you were hearing the perspectives of others. So for example, in orientation, we do something called story share, mm-hmm. where people go off into groups of two and they talk about an experience that they had. Usually they're given a prompt. A prompt that I did at the student assembly retreat was a time in your life where you changed your outlook. Mm-hmm. And then an- another prompt that I had was uh, tell me a period of your life where you experienced the most change as an individual. Mm. And so when you prompt people with stories like that, and this is similar to what happened in Posse with the letter to ourselves, the other person shares it. And so it creates a level of empathy and a level of really understanding someone's story that leads to a deeper connection between human beings. And my experiences with both orientation and the Posse Plus retreat have really fueled my passion for creating a more interconnected Hamilton community through that story sharing aspect, mm-hmm. through learning through the perspectives of others, through really listening and creating spaces for that. Yeah, that's great. What about you, Bryce? Yeah, I think hearing Tommy's perspective on that, I think it speaks so strongly of this transition because I feel so differently. You know, for, for Tommy, he has a perspective of where he has this opportunity to learn, you know, all these stories. And I share that in the sense that I also have had the opportunity to learn these stories. And on top of that, from the other perspective, this is the, this is the a place where it's the it's nowhere near as, you know, diverse as my high school. But in the sense, my school was entirely diverse. We didn't really have white students. Right. So it's so not diverse in a different way. It's not diverse yes. in a different way. But in the sense, there were some similarities, right? 
in in my time here, I think what was very interesting about my transition was that my first semester was very difficult. I didn't really know where I was going to fit in on campus. There's there's very minor things that affect your experience, and it doesn't always come in the form of microaggressions, mm-hmm. but it can come in just the 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 sense of the culture on campus and the way people were brought up. Mm-hmm. In the school where I went to, the way we talked to each other, our senses of humor, the way we interact were so entirely different from the way the students here were interacting that I felt like you know I was an outsider mm-hmm. while I was a part of this community. Yeah. So. What I found really helped me was taking a bit of what Tommy said, you know, that that idea of listening to other people and understanding where they come from. It I stepped out of my own self and I decided that although I was huddling within my own community, I found my own circle, but it also made it so that whenever I wasn't in that circle, I was again feeling uncomfortable and like I was out of a safe space. And when I joined Student Assembly, it forced me to be out of that circle because I had to interact with the entirety of the student body. Mm-hmm. And when I started interacting with the entirety of the student body, I, that's when I started realizing, oh, even though we're all vastly different and we might not all end up being you know, in friend groups together, sure. all of us are here for a similar goal, mm-hmm. regardless of how we were brought up. And there's ways that we can find a middle ground together to make this a good experience for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I think Tommy's right that that does come with listening, allowing people to be the experts of their own stories, experts of their own experiences, and take that and learn from each other. Because to learn from each other of what was good and bad about our upbringings, who had privilege, who didn't, it speaks to the system and the institutions as a whole. And why? what else are we here at Hamilton to do? than to have it be a marketplace of ideas mm-hmm. where we all give and take from each other to all develop as we take our time. Mm-hmm. And once once I took on that mindset is when I found that I truly started developing and I started becoming a much more well-rounded individual rather than just remaining within the confines mm-hmm. of the community where I came from. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point that you bring up of these, these uh, conversations also adding to the educational experience of Hamilton and being part of the mission that Hamilton should have as an institution of bringing a diverse student body where people can learn from different perspectives. It widely, it um, really broadens your perspective on so many different issues that really enhances uh, your education. Absolutely. That was really great from both of you. So thank you. So with all that said, let's dig into what your goals are. I imagine some of the things we've already talked about play themselves out in the, the goals that you've set for yourselves and for student assembly. And then there are probably others as well. So if you want to talk a little bit about what you're trying to accomplish in your roles over the course of the year. So the first thing that Bryce and I worked on was having a class event for sophomores. So the freshmen, they had the freshman formal a few weeks ago, which was a big success. And we wanted some the same thing for sophomores. So right now we're working on, with the Dean of Students, a declaration celebration where you could come and it would be dinner you would take pictures with people of the same majors as you, and it'd just be a sophomore event where people could come together in class solidarity and have a really great moment together. And I think that fits right into what we were talking about before, about you know creating a Hamlet, creating a greater community, and just bridging connections between people who have different lived experiences. Something else that we're working on with Publicity Committee was last semester we did an ice cream social mm-hmm. on the third floor of Sadov, and... Though we did get good turnout next or this semester, probably sometime after spring break, we want to have 
our uh, ice cream social be more committee driven. So we would have it in the annex and we would have different committees that students, I don't know if students know this, can be on student assembly committees and be part of the change mm -hmm. that we see as Hamilton students mm -hmm. and actually advertising that change and having different committee tables where you could come up, sign up for a committee, talk about how you want to get interested, talk about the ideas that you have because we really want as an assembly to hear from all the ideas that we that students have on, on different issues and and to solve some of the issues that, that we brought up about this campus. Mm -hmm. Bryce, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, as a whole, you know, I think one of the things that is the foundation of all these ideas we're having is really centralizing student assembly within the community. Mm -hmm. I think uh, when I first got here, student assembly, it was there and everyone knew that it handled a lot of funding with student organizations, but it, it kind of stopped there and yeah. people kind of went as their one-stop shop. They kind of got the funding they needed and there was no more interaction. Yeah. We kind of want to create more collaborations and where people really see student assembly as a body that you go to with the issues you have, that you can come in, speak your mind, be given resources, have someone be a point person to help you with your issue, guide you forward, mm -hmm. you know, really be a central hub of information and accountability and truly just a way for the students to find ways to interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And whether that be from things that we've been pushing forward, like the org relations that is in student activities, we have a liaison, Orlando Paz, mm -hmm. who serves on our assembly. Mm -hmm. And we really just want to push forward all these initiatives that have the ultimate goal of having the campus interact in new and distinctive ways. Mm -hmm. So whether that be through class traditions, which ultimately once the sophomore one gets down and ready, yep. we want to ultimately have one for juniors as well. Sure. You know, it's if there's solidarity events every year and into every class year, just bring a reminder that you're all a part of this community, you're all working hard, studying very similar things. That it's not just about, you know, the individual. It's about the collective and it's about how we all affect each other's experience and how we can be a part of each other's lives. Yeah, and going going off of Bryce was saying, some of these class events are also a great opportunity for us to come together in our shared values of what the Hamilton educational experience is. So for example, the Declaration Celebration, right? Hamilton is unique in that you pick your own major and you you don't apply to a business school, you don't apply to an engineering sure. school. And so coming together with that shared ideal of, you know, we all came to the school, not necessarily for this reason, but some of us for this reason, where we're able to have a diverse educational experience, uh, I think is, is a great opportunity for us to like come together as a campus and see our similarities where there are many, many differences. Sure, absolutely. What are the things related to student assembly that you want to use this opportunity to get across? So something I want to get across as student assembly is something that I touched upon earlier, which is about how being a part of student assembly and as a part of the community as a whole really helped my development. Mm -hmm. I, I think an issue that is not unique to any single person on campus, but is just human nature, is that once you find your comfortable niche, you stay within it. Sure. And I think comfortability can be one of the biggest enemies, but also one of the biggest benefits of sure. the college experience. Absolutely. If you find yourself to be more co too comfortable and too safe, you know, are you really stepping out enough to really develop in this environment mm -hmm. that is kind of built in a way that you can really experiment and find out who you are and know thyself? <laughs> I, I think that what I would say that I want to get across is student assembly is an amazing place. 
in my opinion, to get involved. There's so much information that comes in and out of student assembly, so many initiatives through all the committees we have, and so many difficult discussions and decisions we have to make. And the more student voices, the more student engagement we have, the better we can gauge the best way to serve our student body. Mm -hmm. And if it's not student assembly that is something that you get involved in, I think just getting involved in general on campus, getting involved in anything, just being a part of something helps the community as a whole. Because at the end of the day, this is a microcosm of society in, in a very unique place as a community. And if we are a microcosm of society, then what does it mean to be a part of something? If you're able to be a part of something small, then as a whole on the greater scale in the world, when you go out there, I think it makes you more prone to want to be someone who's motivated, to be someone that helps, whether it be a business or if someone joins a hedge fund or anything, just really build upon something that's either existing or create on their own. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we can engage in at this level that helps prepare us for that. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So from where you sit today, what are some what's some advice you have for students? Involve yourself in your community and Take, take your academics seriously, but don't make it the be-all, end-all. I feel like our, our culture, and this might just be college culture in general, is to get that certain GPA so that I can go to graduate school, so that I can take these steps of life, and people aren't really as focused on the now and as focused on creating an experience that they want. So, for example, if I really prioritize social interactions that I have with others over having a 12-hour work week, mm -hmm. then those are decisions that I can make at my community where I am making certain decisions that point me towards that lifestyle. And so just being intentional with your time and thinking about is the time that I'm putting in to certain work, is it creating meaning in my life? Mm -hmm. Makes sense? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like last semester, I wasn't, I wasn't getting the meaning out of the work that I was doing as I am now, as I'm very involved in orientation and I'm very passionate about that, very passionate about the assembly. Just really connecting or the work that you're doing to the meeting. If that is through academics, then that's great, but it can be through other avenues as well. Yeah, I think uh, my advice for fellow students is just you know, be welcoming. Uh, it's, it's very easy to do and I have had very few experiences where I felt like a Hamilton student was very unwelcoming towards me of course there have been times but as a whole you know even if it's the small things of just if someone asks you a question just answering nicely answering with a smile just making people feel like everyone there is you know going through the same thing and is is, is able to assist you if needed and beyond that i think that i understand that everyone's busy we're all incredibly busy especially if you're involved but I think it means the world to other students and other organizations if you show your face at events. Mm -hmm. if, if it's something you want to learn more about or if it's something that just piqued your interest, just being present and being part of something in that moment and engaging with the, something that someone put time into, mm -hmm. I think people really underestimate how much that does for the community, how much that does for the individual. I think a lot of the time people think that there's a lot of commitment with trying to be a part of events or join events. But even if you're not to say anything to someone at an event, 
I think seeing you there makes them feel like they were able to give something to someone else. And I think that's one of the biggest things that pushes people to do events on campus is that they want to do something for everybody. They want to make an, another option, yeah. whether it be for the evening or the daytime. They just want you to have that option that, hey, if you have time, there's something you can be a part of. Mm-hmm. And that, that invitation to the campus is welcoming. Yeah. And it is creating that community. Mm-hmm. So if people are creating events... If you have the time and you want to learn anything, I say stop by. Sure. I think that builds the community regardless as if you make a connection when you get out of there. Being there enough really helps build everyone up. That's good. You've, you all have said a lot of great things. Is there anything else that you want to get across in general while we have this time? I mean, I think I'll just reiterate to all the Hamilton students what, what Bryce and I just said. You know, Being intentional with your time and being present in the, in the given moment. We, we live in a world where we're dominated by a 24-hour t- a news cycle. Uh, we are constantly on and just, and just thinking about ways in which we can enhance our experience on a day-to-day basis on an individual level is very important. Yeah, I think the more we step out of our own bubble, it's going to help us in the whole. So if there's any, if the students ever feel like they need help with anything there are resources there for them to get help but there's also resources within each other i think building the foundations of the community are going to be able to solve a lot of problems that students may face on campus well thank you both so much i really appreciate you taking the time i know you're both very busy people yeah thank you so much travis thank you appreciate it that was tommy keith and bryce fabrez members of the class of 2022 and president and vice president of student assembly. Stay tuned for future episodes. This is Life on the Hill.